Greetings. Welcome to another episode of the podcast Heaven Tranquility. My name is Chandan Perla and this is an episode where we bring the most favorite thing that we love to spend let's say a rest of our life with. Yes, food. Talking about food, there is nothing better than watching food all day. And that's where the endless vicious cycle of reels come in. Talking about reels, it just opened a window of opportunities for millions of people. But what really makes one out of those million is the skill of storytelling is the art of taking things to the next level how do they do that is not by followers it's purely based upon the engagement people receive let's say the content creator receives on their post and today we have one of those absolute gems who have been playing this game of content creation in the food blogging space yep we have aman agarwal the host and the founder of the page the foodaholic as we speak with more than aman how is that number 28 million views aman welcome to high on tranquility thank you for having me on the show chandan aman tell me something what's that let's say being a food blogger or let's say content creator uh is pretty different because when you look at food blogging and when you look at content creation you get two different types of people in mind because here more than you as a person your work is pretty evident what do you think about this like till now i'll tell you i haven't shown my face on my page till now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but still people the way they engage on my post is insane and that is what i love about the content as well like if you have great content people with will engage with your content even if they are not engaging with you but that is also very important as a person right now mm-hmm. to reveal yourself and come out of the space where you are got it so talking about that aman i must say you have how much 30 million views for for the 160 ish view uh, reels that you've made yeah so let's talk about uh, some incident that completely blew your mind away uh, in terms of let's say you being a content creator you being recognized what was that incident that is always solitary for you so i'll tell you an interesting story sure. like i started my food blogging in 2019 mm-hmm. and till 2020 my family didn't knew about the thing that i was food blogging hmm. and the reason why i started food blogging was basically i used to live in a hostel okay. where the food wasn't nice so i used to eat out every day all right and at that point of time one of my friends suggested me ki you should just post like on instagram and just start a page for now so at that point of time i don't know where from where this name came the foodaholic <laughs> i just created the page okay and i started posting content on it and mm-hmm. people started liking my content they wanted to know where i had this food and everything and that is the point where i got motivated to create more content correct because i was able to connect with people in bangalore and that was a new city for me, me at that point of time mm-hmm. and not telling my family about it was one of the reason, like was because like i was afraid that afraid of the denial okay why because i'm from a marwadi family right mm-hmm. they expect me to study <laughs> they uh. want to they want me to have a like job they want me to do something concrete and this mm-hmm. is something very new food mm-hmm. blogging mm-hmm. as an industry this is very new at this point of time 
so expecting a lot of lot from them in this could be a mistake at that point of time so that's why i was afraid about it Understood. at first but now i am pretty confident about it as i have got the views and everything so that's why in 2020 i decided to tell them about this absolutely was there any incident where you got for family dinner and then they recognize you by your work and they completely wave off the the bill that happened once <laughs> in nagpur like okay. we actually went for the went for dinner it was a place where i had collaborated before as well okay the manager was able to recognize me at that point of time and we got a like high discount on the bill Hmm. So at that point of time, my parents were like, "What is happening over here?" So at that point of time, when I told them, they were like, they were proud of me, but they even wanted to like pay for the full bill as well. So talking about, uh, let's say the diversity of places that you bring in, there are some solid premium uh, restaurant restaurants and companies with more than billions of dollars in revenue. We talk about the epitome of uh, hospitality business, hospitality industry. and also we talk about food vendors let's say the street vendors so these are two different dipoles and you try to bridge the gap between both of them and how do you see the point and not just that when you look at the demographics of it you you uh, your reels are from places or let's say are the restaurants spread across bangalore nagpur mumbai and also boston recently yeah my sister lives in boston so mm-hmm. that that is the point when i visited boston and when i was on a visit to boston I got invited from a very nice hotel that is there and Encore is there. Okay. So I got a collab from there as well. Hmm. Like when I was there for like around ten days. Okay. But now coming to this point where you talked about the hotels like and the street vendors. So exactly. what is the difference in bit in between these two things? So what happens is these hotel chains and everything that are there, they already have branding like agency and everything for they market from them. right but these street vendors they are pretty small they so, don't know what marketing is at mm. this point so becoming a platform for them is a major thing as compared to the other one so my major focus at this point of time is getting these street vendors on the map and for them to be for them to get recognized at this point ki they have a earning of their own exactly because they have the quality and they have the taste but they don't have the audience because they don't have the sources to market themselves so do you see a big economy coming in the space let's say right now there are a lot of content creators who are helping them in those lines there is uh, kripalamana if you are aware about uh, the page called the food lovers tv uh, i have ho- heard about this page okay okay to give audience a little introduction about it uh, kripalamana is a, is a person who is in his late 40s i believe i'm not exactly sure so what he does is he has he has been in the hospitality industry from a pretty long time and right he has been blogging some around from around the last one year solid as a full time uh, job and right now he has more than 800000 people as a subscribers on his youtube channel and he plays a long term let's say audience youtube as a game his videos are an average of 15 to 20 minutes and the retention time is incredible because it's all the storytelling process and talking about reels at this point of time instagram is purely focusing on reels mm-hmm. like if you see they have started this program born on instagram okay so this program is like they wait was that the award that you showed me yeah that was the award that awesome, i showed you awesome awesome mm. so what born instagram is ki they basically have created a online course okay. for the new creators who are coming okay so if you complete the course you are eligible to win this prize of that's a cash prize okay so they have If your reels are performing good at that point of time in mm-hmm. those fifteen days, mm-hmm. you get a cash award from Instagram itself. 
so that is a huge motivation for small creators got it so there is a course and once completing that people will be eligible to uh, acquire the benefits of it yeah. of incentivization for completing the course yeah so talking about course like is this like a paid course this is a completely free course this is about like how to make reels and how to be effective in the space of instagram yeah and how to come up as a beginner got it got it got it got it got it so connecting the dots the previous one that you mentioned helping uh, so called the unorganized sector yeah let's say making them mainstream number one will boost our economy and number two will help to uplift the small players in the market right now so that's pretty insane kripalamana has also been doing exactly the same uh, but i must say the reels that you've been making really hooked me up uh, like there are more than 160 reels as we talk right now and the reels average is like 5 million 3 million 2 million and there are reels with 7.5 million and that's not easy what's that special sauce that you play it's just that most of the food bloggers mm-hmm. go behind the plating and everything of the thing okay you like mean the- once once it is served mm-hmm. but no one is seeing how it is being made okay okay so my major focus is to capture those moments like when it is getting made mm. so basically i am capturing the recipe of the thing mm. many restaurants won't allow i know but then street vendors are the ones who allow right definitely because they want their content to grow so you when you go to a restaurant and you order a dish mm. the dish that is made will come in front of you right but you are not able to see how it is being made so that is the thing that i capture uh let's say even i had this perception before that watching cooking was a pretty boring because of the classic shows that we had on television good morning let's cut this packet wide open <laughs> so okay they're pretty boring but but looking at the latest economy uh latest in uh, youtube videos that i have been targeted with uh let's say i've been watching a lot of asmr side of it purely zack boy yeah. if you're aware about him zack boy is like the master of cinematography he's like mkbhd for food i swear yeah <laughs> so so, so the difference in past ones and the recent ones is that hmm. people were slow at that point of time and people weren't able to engage that much because it was pretty slow and we used to get bored from that content right exactly exactly so that is the point where these people came in and we have reels right now right so you mean the tendency w- at which me as a consumer consume content or what's the uh, the frequency of watching more content is higher right in recent times just because people made things faster okay they 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 just want to get things faster done they just wa- they don't have time people don't have time right now right you cannot exactly. sit and watch a person eating chips for like 5 minutes mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. but if you're seeing a uh, the chips ka packet being made yeah. for 5 minutes yeah. you'll watch it exactly like if you if i give you a video in mm. which a person is eating lays right now and if i give you a video of how lays is being made it is a difference right that's where uh, are you aware about this page called dancing bacons oh uh, no dancing bacons is another uh, page run by it's, it's a youtube channel run by this person in singapore what he does is he just goes to places and he orders literally everything and he eats that okay and that's what like the craziest part is that people do watch there are there are also the segment of people who watch the entire time he eats yeah and i must say when it comes to the space of uh, asmr it's been very much interpreted in a negative way as orgasm you see the point right the content yeah, yeah. creators manipulate the way how audio is been working yeah similarly when i look at your reels majority is i hear the music in in a very few number of reels i hear 
the audio from the place yeah why Because number one uh, we see the point that it really helps in marketing it, it increases the reach what more people want songs in the background okay. and that is not just the thing <laughs> when you go inside the kitchen and everything hmm. there is a lot of background noise over there there the beautification just goes away yeah the beautification <laughs> just goes away and it's like it's huh. not just one dish that is being cooked over there right hmm, hmm, hmm. there are multiple dishes being cooked exactly. so it's a like fish market over there got it So can you compare these reels to be something like a fair and lovely for Instagram? It definitely is. Like Got it. there are around 6 million reels that are being made every day on Instagram. 6 million in India. Got it. The number of reels that are being made are less than the number of views that you're getting. I swear. <laughs> Because there is so much competition in this market, right? I see the point. Ha. Huh? Like 5 years ago if you see how the number of food bloggers in the industry, hmm. they were negligible. And now after the lockdown especially Like in lockdown, people were like, "We don't have anything to do. We'll cook. We'll start a vlog." Hmm. So around fifty percent of the people started the page of their own. Hmm. They stopped also. Stopped as stopped as in when the lockdown. They discontinued. Ended. They discontinued. Okay. But now the competition has increased a lot in this industry. Like many players have come in, like who cook, who review places. So this is a thing. So the players are, of course, the market is increasing because the money in this market has also been increasing. the food yeah. and beverage industry uh, i must honestly tell like when i heard the name when you introduced yourself saying that i am the founder of the foodaholic and i thought like it's a it's like a collaboration between food and alcohol and then i realized that you're insanely addicted to creating content in the space of food i mean in a positive way yeah. so that's where foodaholic makes a lot of sense yeah. and talking about so how do you make money in the space Do you go to places and they pay on top of for reviewing their products? Is this just like how affiliate, uh, let's say, uh, endorsements work? Okay, so I'll clear this point for you. Sure. So what happens is that there are many paid collaborations as well, hmm. in which brands will pay you. Hmm. But there are many collaborations which are barter collaboration as well. Barter collaboration. So barter collaboration. So you exchange. Yeah, it's a like they'll provide us food, okay, and we'll post for them. Okay. They have a certain amount of deliverables uh-huh. that are on Zomato. Google Maps, okay, and Instagram as well. So they want us to post stories and post as well, just for their food. So do they have the guidelines that these are the words that you have to use? These are the standards that you have to meet when uh, meet when you're describing about this product. Yeah, so many Sorry, big, big companies, huh. many big companies have those things, but the small restaurants they are open to any kind of caption and everything. That's where that's where it just hooked me with this another point, another video that I watched. Mister, who's the boss? right yeah mr who's the boss is the next big marcus brownley in terms of storytelling yeah. and content video making definitely so yeah. that's where he talks about this one big parody called the dilemma and the paradox of reviews yeah he talks about the guidelines the strict guidelines that they need to follow for the products that are going to be released exactly like i had one collaboration with idc sunbeam beaten coffee okay. coffee are you sure so, that you can talk about yeah i can talk about this <laughs> okay. so What happened was in this thing hmm. they had a particular caption that they wanted me to post. Okay. And that caption was like I cannot even change a word from that. Okay. So this kind of companies are also there. Hmm. Other restaurants are also there which are free to any kind of caption. So at the end of the day you becoming the facilitator for these advertising. Yeah. For for them advertise on more face off. Yeah. Got it. So talking about the economy as you said like there is a lot of butter collaboration that has been there. But is this only in our country or let's say uh in the East Asian countries as well? I feel this is only in our country. 
because what is happening is indian like you know the population of india yeah right so mm-hmm. the competition competition in india is it's incredibly way, high. way more than other countries right mm-hmm. so what is happening is ki people with 30000 followers mm. like i won't name anyone people with 30000 followers 40000 followers who don't have that much reach uh, and before you move forward uh, uh, foodaholic currently stands at 21400 uh, followers right now and the views as i said like crossed more than 28 million sorry 30 million so i have 21400 right hmm. and they have 30000 or 40000 maybe and they are visiting on barter collaboration correct so if restaurants are getting barter collaboration from these people then they are expecting a barter collaboration from me as well right hmm. i cannot ask them for money because the most common reply that i hear is because the, the big player already big is getting it for free yeah in terms of barter collaboration yeah. why can't you yeah so at that point of that's time that's the question I, of audience coming that's what at that point when i tell them my engagement and everything hmm. they are like we don't care about the engagement <laughs> but engagement is the thing that is important in this market right okay okay or else i get 10 to 20 messages daily hmm. saying buy 10000 followers i know i was about to ask about that 400 rupees or something like uh-huh. that but it's purely not correct it doesn't justify the art that you're doing if someone tries to do that hmm. first of all instagram will shadow ban and secondly if you're having 20000 followers uh-huh. and you're having like a thousand views on the reels hmm. it is not at all worth it right exactly exactly that the ratio has to make sense yeah let's say there there are a few friends of mine who are full time stand up comics who want to pursue a career in stand up comedy and music so that is what is there right hmm. he has 4000 to 5000 followers but his reach hmm. that is what matters right so that's where quality to quantity ratio makes a lot of sense yeah so quality is more important than quantity ha huh. people eat lays they'll skip the other companies hmm. lays is not even providing the quantity right we just say that if there is an extension crisis for air in the world yeah. there is always lace lace <laughs> and that's where it, it brings me to the point of one of the easter eggs that i want to bring in this conversation when you mentioned that you've collaborated with the very chips that we've been having before lace yeah and doritos and itc lot of companies so these are the companies that we look at the top uh, let's say when we think about fmcg goods that are that really have a really good shelf life i come from a very uh, business background so yeah. i look at things in a way that are pretty sustainable and give a good margin for consumers as well okay though lace has a very big reach what is the point of them collaborating with content creators lace also has to modify stuff right they also have to bring in new flavors mm-hmm. and that is the point when we come in i talked about the wafers recently yeah the wafers recently right like okay. they introduced three flavors of wafers right now uh-huh. so they wanted to market for those three wafers i exactly wanted to try them like how are they they are pretty awesome like you should definitely try them got it okay sure. like those three flavors are like out of the world like very different from others a uh, very different from what we get in india yeah very different right. from what we get in india awesome so they have to rejoice their applicability in the current market yeah so they have to bring in new stuff to stay in the market mm. Mm. or else people will shift to other brands if they are getting like different flavors for them correct so that's why lace has to modify stuff so that's when we come in <laughs> and we have to market for them right mm. because they also need marketing for those flavors or else no one will come to know about those flavors exactly see i'll tell you uh, i've came across this product only because the other day when i was, when i was at the departmental store and i was like picking up uh, kellogs then okay. i saw that they they made wafers like they're just beside bingo's uh, iconic thin wafers yeah yeah because bingo has looked at this market 
Bingo's, uh, let's say, potato chips looked, looked at this market of replacing the unorganized sector in our country. Yes. Because there are a lot of hot uh, centers across. But the only question comes with hygiene. And they want, and the second thing is that when I when I look at lace, I get quality, but not quantity. Yeah. So they want to bridge the gap between both of these things. And uh, that's where Bingo came up. And now lace entering into the same market. Where do you see lace fitting? Do you think they can promise upon quality and quantity? I mean, quality is of course there. Quantity? In terms of quantity, lace has always been behind. <laughs> I swear, like, they uh, mostly have air in it, right? Mm, mm. But still, people are running behind it. But in the in this wafer market, mm. where bingo has already taken over in India, mm-hmm. I swear it is pretty difficult for lace right now. Okay, okay, okay. That's where bingo, I have a very big question. This is a question that I've been thriving from the last three, four years. Yeah. When I've, when I've tasted uh, Domino's for the first time, their okay. oregano, uh, what do you yeah, call it? Yeah, the sachet. The, or- the sachet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So their oregano tastes, not the oregano, along with oregano, they give the chili powder. Chili flakes, yeah. Chili flakes. Their chili flakes taste exactly like how bingo tastes. Do you feel that? Bingo's masala taste. Even I feel that. But <laughs> see, bingo bingo also entered into the potato chips market, right? Hmm, hmm. But because of lace, they were pushed, pushed over. Hmm, so true. they went to an unorganized sector. That was the wafer sector. Hmm. And now the kind of wafer, you are talking about the chili flakes one, right? Exactly. That is one of the best like wave, thin wafers that you, you can get over here. Hmm. Hot chips is also giving that. Hmm. But as you said, like hot chips is like many people think it is not that hygienic. Yeah, that's yeah. there. So that's why people are shifting to bingo. Yeah, I, I think this is like a perception in people's mind, whether it is good in terms of hygiene or not so good. But the majority, let's say 90% of our Indian market, though there are big players right now, yeah. bingo is hardly able to capture 15%. That 15% is just worth millions and almost like a billion dollars. Indian, right? <laughs> yeah, that's there. Uh you know what? Uh, that's where it brings me to Doritos. Doritos is also another company that you've collaborated with. Yeah. So talking about Doritos, they have like pretty big stands in the world market and not really in Indian. And in India, we have active playing a very, very, very strong game in yeah. terms of nachos. And when we think of Doritos, we don't really see them as chips. We don't see them as like a classic chips. We see them as nachos. Nachos. Like where do you see it fits? So what is happening is Indian market mm. didn't have nachos in it. Right. Mm, mm. The first one was Cornetto. Mm. And then after that, after that came Doritos. Which one? Which one? Cornetto. Cornetto. Cornetto was there. The Cornetto, like the packets that you get for like 35 rupees and everything. Okay. 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 It's Cornetto. Uh, I remember it's Act 2. The, the Act same 2 company. is another brand. Yeah. Okay. And there's Cornetto as well. Huh. So these were the ones which came in first. Okay. Okay. But Doritos is a purely nachos brand, right? Understood. Okay. So when it com- comes to nachos, we are thinking of Doritos right now. All right. Because they have the market for nachos only. Hmm. Hmm. Nachos and dips, right? Hmm. So, they are the player... Like... They're the world player. Doritos are the world player, of course. So, when they came to India, Indians were pretty hyped up about nachos. Hmm. So, at the perfect timing, they entered the market. Uh And now, they have like insane flavors with them. Yeah, they do, of course. And talking about the flavors, we we have to talk about the intergeographic taste Let's say in Indian subcontinent, there is a lot of rich flavors and yeah. depth to Masala. It. They, Especially, they want this masala. happens in the Asian market yeah. compared to the Western market. Where's the point? So what is happening is that Indians love spice food. Of course. So they want masala <laughs> in everything. Huh. Like if you will give them the yellow lace or something, they hmm. won't be able to eat it. Hmm. And if you are having the sea salt flavor in USA, they're eating it, right? Yeah. They want 
in the US they want barbecue mm. it's a bit on the sweeter side and in India they want the Indian masala mm. the blue lays mm. everyone's favorite right mm. I know that's that's like a very big debatable point like people think red versus yellow uh, uh, sorry blue in terms of lays uh, which side are you on I'm on the blue side <laughs> okay fine so uh, coming back to the topic of let's say collaborated uh, collaborations and in terms of taking this as a career uh, food blogging Uh, at this point you are a food blogger and food vlogger on top of that because a lot of vlogging that happens in your videos you go to places you record stuff you edit them in very concisible and very consistent way i, I mean you put them in the best consistent way possible so that's where yeah. your uh, page reach of almost around per day 10000 people are visiting my profile so right now you've been a little inactive from the last some two one month one month that was because, because of the story which you can't undisclose disclose in this episode yeah <laughs> okay fine so uh trust me guys it's gonna be like a little flip side of it but yeah anyway um so talking about uh 10 people organic audience the food step uh let's say in a classic counter let's say in the marketing terms and sales we talk this we we mentioned this something called as a food fall yeah the average food fall of 10,000 leads to a chain a chain of let's say uh, 40 50 let's say 50 times of 10000 because yes. people share these videos and these shares and saves that people do huh. are the most important thing for the instagram algorithm right now hmm. like i have attended many workshops and everything for instagram hmm. and they have told me like likes and comments hmm. you can get them anytime but what is important is the number of shares and saves that are on your post like why is saves even been considered because Which are the posts that you save? Something which I like. That comes what. the point. <laughs> so something that you like. Mm. That means you are liking the content. That's why you are saving it, right? Exactly. Just for the sake of like, I am double tapping on every mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. that I see. That just happens so non-thinking. Yeah, but saves you save that post only which you like. Mm. So that is when Instagram comes to know that this post is really nice. That people are saving it. And it pushes it. It pushes it. So for some fifty x. Yeah. More. Huh. So that is the difference between like save shares hmm. and a like comment. Where do where do you see this going? Do you think people can really build a career out of this? Out of food blogging, yeah. a career is definitely possible. Hmm. Like trust me, like talking about nascent stage of food blogging in India. At this point of time, there are not as many people in hmm. this industry hmm. because as many big players in the industry who are creating nice content. But you need to have the quality and everything right. Hmm. So now what is happening is that they'll get collaborations from. hotel chains hmm. there are a lot of hotel chains in india there are a lot of restaurants in india hmm. in bangalore only i don't know how many restaurants are there hmm. and everyone wants to market this stuff right that's yes, everyone want to be better than the others right hmm. so they'll come to the top players that's pretty interesting man so this entire bubble of players and the level of let's say content evolving is like a big pool of money that's for sure yeah so that's where the genuinity comes in is this like a real review or is it like a paid review so how do you as a blogger how do you as bloggers economy how bloggers community ensure that this is not manipulated okay so there comes the point like many people think when we are posting nice about something mm. it is not really nice mm. we are getting paid and that's why we are just posting nice stuff about the place mm. so till some extent we can say that it is okay but then when we go to review place or something mm. every time we are eating we we have the call from the manager and we have to like recommend them correct of course 
where are they going wrong hmm. and i have seen restaurants which have like developed on that oh okay yeah like one of the restaurants in bangalore itself and you mentioned that medium sized restaurants to build their menu yeah. based upon suggestions yeah like i've curated the menu for them or some of the restaurants like i i have been eating stuff in nagpur mm-hmm. mumbai and mm-hmm. bangalore mm-hmm. right so i have gained some knowledge about this field now mm-hmm. and i have been on visits to delhi jaipur boston and everywhere mm-hmm. so from there what i could get the most i give those to the like restaurants and everyone mm. because everyone wants something unique in their menu right of course of course if they have all the cliche things in their menu like everyone has pasta in the menu right <laughs> yeah at this point it it has reached the cliche yeah yeah so and everyone has a burger in the menu mm. but i'll tell you a like a different story about this mm. now if you are getting served a burger that is normally served okay mm. and on the other hand you are getting served like you are getting a burger mm. with a injection on top of it Yeah, I see I've seen this. Yeah, and from that injection the cheese is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, at the center of the burger. Huh. So which one will you go for? Of course, the special center filled with cheese. Yeah, and people will come to eat it from 10 km like 10 km far away. Yeah, In yeah. Bangalore 10 km is like around 1 hour or something, right? What 1 hour? It's more than 1 hour easily. And still people will go there and eat it. Yeah, there comes the unique selling proposition. And what does the restaurant have to do about this? they just have to add this and stuff to train their staff yeah. the cheese that they are putting inside mm-hmm. they just have to mm-hmm. put it from the injection <laughs> fine you know what you your page is actually boosting the economy of let's say a bangalore urban yeah a lot of pgs a lot a lot of pgs yeah <laughs> and guess what we've been recording this very episode from our room in pg yeah and we're going to order uh, aman's favorite thing right after this conversation uh Aman would you want to say something before we end this conversation I would just like to thank you like for what you was up like uh, that's later yeah. tell me how was the experience been this was my first podcast okay, okay. and i'm literally fluttering right now like just because <laughs> of that only like i was shivering before the show okay i know i know yeah and i don't listen to podcast mm-hmm. and i didn't have that much idea about it mm-hmm. but i swear like i like this thing and i'm going to listen to podcast from now Absolutely man I I'm glad that you loved this I hope the audience had this natural conversation which is like completely unscripted discuss about nothing and we just go all in we and just wanted it to be natural right absolutely and I hope the audience is also doing well like I have heard about you like 29 36 from like thir- oh it has increased to thir- 36, 36 countries now yeah that is pretty insane like so uh, for audience uh, the podcast that you've been hearing right now is heard the podcast high on tranquility the very podcast that you're listening right now is heard in more than 36 countries just imagine just like you there are people from different demographic continents well more, more than fluttering i love telling stories i love br- bringing people out and tell their story in their very own way thanks aman thank you so much anand well that is the conversation between me and let's say the storyteller of the page the foodaholic all the links will be down there in the description in whatever the platform that you're listening to this please make sure to give us a good rating because it feels great at the end of the day we all get incentivized to create much more interesting stories my name is chandan perla you're listening to high on tranquility see you in the next one